Heard at Sports Radio. Every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This is Christian Peter. I'm sorry, but the stories I have about Charlie are not appropriate for the public. The right case of the Mondays. It's Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride, on Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you. It's a Monday road show. We're down here at Rosie's 10th and P. As it is some football weather still outside. Mid-30s is... All we're at right now, but I know he's probably not wearing sleeves. He might be even outside. We say hi to Mr. Blackshirt. It's a Monday with Charlie. Charlie McBride joins us here on Hale Varsity. We're here at Rosie's, and Nebraska has won three in a row. That is incredible. That is nice. The first time it's happened in October since 2001 when Nebraska went to play for a national championship. Coach McBride, thanks for a few minutes. Good to talk with you again. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing, I'm, well, I'm not perfect, but I'm doing okay. (laughs) So, so you're kind of like this football team, right? (laughs) Well, uh, you know, what's hard for me is I, uh, the Big Ten channel, I got up this morning about, 6.30, 6.30, and I turned the TV on, and it was our game. Yeah. So I watched it, I watched it, and I came back, I took my wife to the store, we did some shopping, came back, turned the thing on, and it was the game. So I watched it <laughs> twice today, now I'm ready to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blackshirt's with us. Oh, well, it, it, it did that. You, it let me, let it me did tell that. you something funny. You're all going to laugh at me, okay? All right. Did Did you ever? Did you ever? Now, this is I. I have kinesiology was close to my major, so I, I have a little experience in part of it. But have you ever measured? The the distance between the elbow and the hand. I have not. Okay. Well, if you take a football and put have a guy that has a very long, a long arms and and so forth, the football when you're trying to hold it goes in basically goes pretty much into the point of the hand, into the middle of the hand, or some guys hold it with fingers and fits. Now, when you put it and put it in your your football carrying position, the back point basically doesn't reach any part of your bicep. 
unless you hold it tight up into your body. Are you are you understanding that so far? I absolutely. I, I just reenacted it on video here for Elijah and our <laughs> and our viewers on the okay. stream. So yeah, yes, absolutely. I know well, what you're this, you're talking this, about. A lot of a lot of players have this. They have a long. They have a long uh, from their elbow to their hand. It's it's long. I mean, it's a, you know. I mean, I could tell you some short guys that have. But it doesn't give you a chance to, to to carry it with one hand, really, and be able to tuck it in your body, unless you've got it up tight. And then still, you don't have total you don't have total holding ability. Mm-hmm. Okay, so to punch it out or to grab underneath your elbow while you're running or something like that is is. You know, it's easy. Now, when you're going to fall, your natural, your and I've seen it happen just right now on TV, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched it with our game. When you fall, sometimes you naturally, we were made to catch a fall. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. not fall on your elbow, right? And mm. so you can see it come out away from your body, and therefore you have only the hand that has the strength to hold it in there. And so that's why a lot of guys fumble. I mean, a lot of it has to do with the physical part of their body. And if, if, and if they do get in traffic, they've got to cover up with both hands on both points of the ball. Charlie okay. McBride's with us. <laughs> Coach, I, I no, it's well well documented with uh, fumbling <laughs> issues. Over overall, did you like the defense? Do you think this team's grown? They haven't lost okay. in October. I think I think they're they're doing very good. I there's a couple aspects I don't like is uh, I. I I guess I just hear coaches say, well, he plays corner and he plays safety and he, he can play on both sides and stuff. Well, if you're the guy playing there, okay, I did, I, we played both. I mean, when I was playing, we played, we had to play both ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, I'm that old. We had, we had to play offense and then go to defense and no, everybody played that way. I mean, every player they had to play both sides of the ball. So you 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 know what you have now when you here then is you have to cut back on your practice so you're practicing enough on defense, enough on offense. But when you say a guy plays this and he can play that and he can move here and he can go there, he's not learning a damn thing at either one of the positions because if you change sides, that's you know. This stuff has to go. I mean, we're talking about winning championships. We're not mm-hmm. talking about having fun and you know and that. And I and I understand what the coaches are doing. They're trying to find out who the best player in the position still is. You know, and that and that's the heart. That if, if people understand that that's what they're trying to do, then that's that's right. And the other thing is is. When we were, when we had a staff, and I, I keep using we, but it, it, if you think back, and I've, I, every staff I was on, 
the head coach coached. Mm-hmm. And you tell me who the backfield coach is and who the quarterback coach is. Well, you got Barthel and, and Satterfield. He does both of them, right? No, Satterfield does the, the quarterbacks and, and Barthel does the running backs. Okay. You have two coaches there, right? Mm-hmm. We, we had yep. Turner Gill and Tom on the quarterbacks, both of them. They, they took time. Tom never came to the defense, okay? He stayed with the offense. He'd go down, and it, he was coaching the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you got one coach added on to what you don't have now, and on defense, what is the what is the defensive coordinator coach? Is he doing linebackers, helping with linebackers? I, I I don't know. I don't. I, he might just coordinate. I don't know. Okay, well, we were able to take our special teams coach one time and put him with Mel Canifer as the assistant offensive line coach and special teams coach. Now, in certain times, especially with pass blocking and run blocking, you could divide your team in half and you could do one thing one way and, and the other guys working. And, they, and Dan Young went to pro camps for years and years and years working on pass blocking, how to pick up stuff and everything. That was that was monumental. I mean, people don't, you know, that was monumental in our program. And the fact that we had guys in the back, Frank Frank Solich, we had Tom coaching the court. Tom was the offensive coordinator. People, you know, at, at times have wondered who it was, but I think everybody knew he was. I mean, there's nobody just designated. Frank was designated as the assistant coach. But if he said, uh, I got a chance to get a job with the ex-team, and, I, uh, well, tell him you're the offensive coordinator. <laughs> I mean, that's, what, that's how this works. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not hard to figure out a lot of times. But anyway, I thought the kids, I tell you what, they're playing their butts off. And I and I really mean that. I think they are they have the same kind of stuff that a lot of our guys did. The thing difference was is our guys were able to repeat things in practice because they knew who was first team, who was second team. And then you had your guys behind them who, you know, were worked hard on individual work. Mm-hmm. I went to practice and I'll tell you exactly, I don't know if I should really say this out loud. <laughs> but anyway, it's been long enough when I went to Nebraska, I had 15 minutes of individual work. My, my feeling was if I only have 15 minutes of individual work, I'm out of here. Because mm-hmm. I can't teach a kid in 15 minutes a day how to play blocking schemes and all the things that are important with his eyes, with his hands. I watched the drill, one drill. There wasn't one there wasn't one. It, it, don't don't. I'm not going to tell you the position, but it was one drill. There was not one coach said a kid did it wrong or a kid did it right. It was get through it and let's go to the next thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to coach that way, you're not going. You don't have a chance. These kids need to know exactly how you do it and why you're doing it. 
You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it, it's about it's about you know, uh, rep repetition, it, and it's about it, it, uh, the you know if you want to if you want to look like I can tell you right now, if you played somebody in the future, okay, they're going to be so well coached at their positions that we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I understand that this is the first year. This is a deal where they have to find out who the guys are. But we've got some seniors. You've got a kid 37 right there. When you lose him, you you watch what you take out of your defense. Sure. And he's a walk-on. I mean, he's a guy that came from, what, Hastings College or something. And and so you know, there's, there's kids that are really, really, really good players. And to make them better – Here's here's this is just me talking now, okay? My thinking was make them better than they think they can be. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? And I learned that from a baseball guy, and and he happened to lead the lead the American League in in uh, home runs and runs batted in in 1944. Ah, that got you, didn't I like it? it. <laughs> His name was. No, I'm, I'm thinking for the Yankees, but pretty good ball player. And 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 one of my best friends is Carol Hardy, who played for the Boston Red Sox. And those guys, you know, I know how hard they worked in the off season and what they did. And one thing I do know is they did not. They were embarrassed if their belly was hanging over their belt buckle. <laughs> so you know, there's some, there's a lot of things you know you see as a young guy that uh, you know you you see as an older person, and you carry some of that stuff with you. You know that's it's not coaching; it's it's just life. You know, and coach, and I, coach, I got to jump yeah. in and ask about Michigan State. We got about. 90 seconds before we got to say goodbye. What do you think about Saturday? You think Nebraska's got another one in them? put on me all the time. (laughs) But Michigan State is a dangerous team just because you have to. They're they're begging for a win, okay? They're going to give you everything they got, everything. So Mm -hmm. if you fumble the ball, if you lose possessions of it, you you won't have the time because I'll tell you what. We made up for it by the balls they dropped. You put the balls they dropped into the game last week, we got problems. And so Michigan State is going to be dangerous. And uh, so they better be ready to play and not just so happy about winning last week. Last week is history. You know, and and that's that's important. I really think it is. But, But I will say this, that... You know, everybody around here is picking Michigan State to win. And, of course, they want to do it in front of me, so (laughs) (laughs) they they don't believe it. But, you know, it's scary for me to hear them say that. uh, But I I do think that we've we've really got to go with an attitude and, uh, and, and and focus. Focus on everything we do, every every play. We do. Coach, we'll see if that can be a reality because if Nebraska can start putting it all together, 
you get the defensive performance, you get special teams. If, if, and, if and they then start putting it whole, together, look out scouts because they're the best team in the West. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see if it gets there. We hope to, to see you in Michigan, Coach. Thanks for okay. giving us a few minutes today, bud. Okay. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you later. All right, Coach. Right Thanks, there Charlie. he is. Mr. Blackshirt, Charlie McBride. Coach was uh, passionate today as he was <laughs> he just he was off and running, man, right out of the gate with the uh, the segment with seeing that game twice uh, today. And he's right. Sparty is dangerous. Sparty is talented. Where's Sparty's head at? Right now, Elijah's, they've lost six in a row. Well, Matt Rule kind of talked about the same thing today. Is upon his rewatch of the game, he was unhappy. And we can get into this with, with Jay Moore, maybe, what that defensive performance actually looked like. But it's on the second person there. With Matt Rule saying, you know what? Upon rewatching it, I wasn't very happy with the defensive performance. He, Charlie essentially said the exact same thing right there, that if it wasn't for the drop passes, Purdue would have been a lot more dangerous. And he wasn't happy with the defensive performance either. So that's what expert eyes no. see that maybe my amateur eyes don't. Well, and, and the drops were, were a real thing, uh, and Rule hit on it. Jay Moore's coming up. We're here at Rosie's 10th and P, Roadshow Monday with Hale Varsity. Heard at Sports Radio, every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. Join hosts Robbie Lula and Damon Benning and our cast of Heard at Sports personalities as they share their fresh perspectives while keeping you highly entertained. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports, from the pros to right here at home. Catch Heard at Sports Radio with Robbie Lula and Damon Benning, 7 to 10 a.m. on air, online, and on podcast. Heard at Sports Radio.